Hi, this is Danny, the GM from the Lost Omens podcast, and Mina from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit ProfessionalCasual.com. Here at the Professional Casual Network, there are three things we love. Gaming, providing quality content, and our beloved patrons. Starting this holiday season, we're excited to be providing our patrons with bonus content, including NPCs and monsters you can include in your very own games. Patrons at the $5 tier and up can look forward to fresh, original NPCs and monsters made by one of our own PCN cast members. This bonus content will be usable with the Pathfinder or WFRP systems. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Happy New Year! Oh, fun. Is it? When this episode comes out. Hope everyone had a good Boxing Day. Indeed. Yeah. It should be January 6th. Oh, Boxing Day was a while ago. But not like too far ago. Between, oh no, Boxing Day is the day after Christmas, right? Yeah. Christmas is the day before Boxing Day. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> Boxing yeah. Day Eve. Yes. Yep. Christmas Eve, Boxing Day Eve, Boxing Day. Got it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to episode 86. One of my favorite numbers. You're old. Right? <laughs> You're so old. <laughs> what? Because we were born in 86. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there are tons so... of people listening that think that that is not old, but. I thought it was because like you 86 things on a restaurant menu. Yeah. I, I 86 like... things off of my burgers all the time. I right. like 86, the veggies and the mayo and the mustard. Just give me meat on a plate <laughs> right. and bun on the side. Yep. <laughs> Double toasted. We, the people we work with at the fair, one woman used to work like in the restaurant business. And she told us this story about one of their servers where like the chef had said like, all right, 86 lobster bisque. Okay. Yes, chef, whatever. Girl goes out to take an order and then she comes in. She goes 85 lobster bisque because she thought 86 was how many they had left. Oh, that's so She took an order for one. So, Mm. yeah. (laughs) Why is it 86? I don't know. Um, What does that mean to eliminate something? I knew that. I knew the answer to that at one point. Degan could probably tell us. Oh, Dagna definitely knows. He's like, you idiots. How do you not know? That? <laughs> um, talk like you guys probably us. don't blind bake a pie shell. <gasps> I did that the other day. We just saw that on Nailed It and they told him to put like raw beans in yeah. the pie. And I was like, Parchment I know paper. what that is. I know what that is. Parchment paper and then raw beans. All right. right. That yeah, was one the thing. Them. You should definitely open the can of beans before you put it in the pan. <laughs> mm, no, you're thinking of microwave. Oh, microwave the can of beans. You don't put the can. You open the can of beans before you microwave it so the vapors can escape. Yes. (laughs) 
please don't ever take cooking advice from this show. Please, please <laughs> don't. Burn down the house. I mean, if you did, then you would be putting bats and weird giant frog legs in pies. So. Right. Maybe don't do that. Mm. Maybe don't. Eat a human or two. do yeah. is leave a review, though. You mm. could do that. For the show, like this person did. Oh, I was going to start with a question. Oh. oh. That's okay. I. It was. The memo. I remember my first time recording a podcast. For Nick's 86. Rhyming slang for Nick's. Nick's. Oh, oh. Nick's the lobster bisque. Yeah. That's weird though. 86 is more syllables, so it's not actually short. Anyway. Yeah, but like there's a, isn't there like a British, like, um, Bake Off? Yeah. Thing. It's great, I heard. That, uh, you know, they, they definitely say, Things like that are like other things, but like not quite like other things. Oh, like calling. So if if Bruno was British, instead of saying with my gun, right. say with my Rudy Tooty point and shooty. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we had that at the the fair stand that we work at. Like people ordered like a sausage with peppers and onions. Instead of people yelling that whole thing out, they would just yell loaded. Oh, I thought they'd like yell like peppers and squeak because that's a thing, no. right? No, 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 no. You gotta be as obscure as you possibly can be when you're communicating information to your chef. Otherwise, somebody else might hear the order and then prepare the food before you can <laughs> and serve the customer stealing them from you. That's yeah. why it's in code. Mm-hmm. Or you also have to hold the menu up over your mouth like you're a football coach so nobody mm-hmm. can read your lips oh, yeah. to see what what order mm-hmm. people had. That is accurate. Um, it's fun now at the fair. A lot of people are ordering things without a bun. Right. Mm. And especially like the sausages, because they're like chunky buns. So if you order something without a bun, it's a stripper. Mm-hmm. So you could get a loaded stripper or if you just want the sausage, it's a naked. So if you want just the sausage in a bun, it's a naked stripper. Oh. And it's always funny because we have like cute little people working up front who are yeah. very like <laughs> naked. <laughs> It's like, and you have to scream it. So yeah, you don't, can, if you don't yell that out, you're not going to get your order. So just yell it out. Yep. People are used to it. Whatever. Naked. Mm-hmm. Cool. I have a review. So, all right. So this one was actually left on Amazon. Ooh. So thank you to Anthony Reagan. Five stars. Beautiful. He wrote, a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure is an actual place show focused on Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition from Games Workshop and Cubicle 7. It is also hands down or tentacles down. One of the best live play podcasts on the internet. If you are at all interested in WFRP, role-playing games in general, or just enjoy having a good laugh, listen to this podcast. Your life will be better for it. In a grim podcast, we follow the adventures of four characters as they play through the latest version of WFRP's famous The Enemy Within campaign. Refereed by GM Dan, quote, would you like to beseech the dark gods? (laughs) Our heroes are Pie Master Bruno with the big gun, Carl, the group's conscience, Mina, the witch hunter in training, and Uncle Chet's pride and joy. (laughs) <laughs> Lucky the physician or wizard or totally not a witch, don't even think it, and their leader, Griggs the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great show, one that catches WFRP's quirky mix of humor and horror just right. I usually listen while fixing dinner, and it's clear the players and GM are having fun. I've seriously laughed out loud at times. Listening to it is the next best thing to actually being in a game with friends. If I have one complaint, it's that it is only an hour long, which in another sense is a good thing. They leave me wanting more. Give it a listen. I think you'll want more, too. So... Thank you, Anthony. That was Aww. nice. Yeah, thank you. Sweet. Love it. Boom. So we had some patron questions on the Discord. We do have some patron questions. We can do a couple because there, this one in particular is for Lucky. I didn't see that. I didn't clear this. Too bad. 
Um, <laughs> one of our lovely patrons and Discord members wants to know, what color socks is Lucky wearing? Oh, uh, Lucky doesn't wear socks. Of course okay. not. It's you wear like, shoes though, right? Yeah. Rampant athlete's feet. Mm -hmm. Oh God, could you imagine? Yeah. But also, what would the point of socks be? They're just... Well, I mean, they're they're kind of a a make do wet bag if you really need one. That's true. Right. That's actually probably why he doesn't wear socks because he used them as those at one point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just kind of having one of these thoughts right now, kind of like you never see characters go to the bathroom in a movie because it's been a while since they peed or whatever. I'm really wondering, like, when was the last time we canonically washed any of our clothes for any reason? Oh, it was with that corpse in the river. Remember, in Bogenhofen for yep. sure. Yep. 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 Um, okay. If there may have been times since then, but that was the last time, definitely. Oh God. In a best case scenario, the socks that Lucky would wear though would be baby blue with little duckies on them. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Definitely got new pants a few times. So. Yeah. True. Yeah, what more could you And then ruin them immediately, every time. <laughs> yeah, immediately. <laughs> so that was from Speaks With Wind on our Discord. Ah, oh, this guy. fucking guy. Griffster <laughs> wants us to do the Myers-Briggs personality tests as the characters. So we will definitely do that and I, I report that back because that's really freaking cool. Oh, I got a quick shout out to Grister real quick. Uh, do it for thank you for sharing some PDFs with me that are really exciting and cool stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Griffster. Are they, are these PDFs in our best interest or not in our best interest? They're not for this campaign. Probably. Oh, okay, cool. Probably. Grifster <laughs> is helping to make <laughs> other really cool things happen. Probably. So, yeah. I, don't, I haven't totally read them yeah. yet. Okay. I might draw things from it. Fair. Yeah. So thank you, Griffster. It's really funny because they are. What'd you say from first edition? Yeah. And the art is so I'm like, is this like a heavy metal love ballad hair band oh, cover yeah. art? Yeah. Like it's oh yeah. So good. 80s GW was rocking. I really love it. Mr. Bowling asked, are the characters glad that Bruno's gun exploded? Do no. they feel safer with it gone? Nope. I wish it was here. <laughs> no. It should absolutely still be here. I'm now terrified in most situations because we don't have that as a backup. 100%. He should have. We need We need another gun. Give him two. I don't care. <laughs> we have the money. Just buy two. Have one as a backup yeah. on the boat. Yeah. 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 In case we need to go faster, you could just turn backwards and fire it and we go faster. <laughs> this is a Pathfinder. <laughs> Got a whole lot of gunpowder that I'm just shoving in random holes. Yeah. Who knows where that's going? I don't want to know. Incredible. Just got to keep up those reloading skills. Oh, my God. Carl, Carl was the gun breaker, like <laughs> gun breaker. He, he he feels very strongly that the gun is more danger than it's worth. Yeah, Bruno kind of proved that too when it exploded on him. Well, so I think for Mina, like in your normal day to day, like we would call this like what this is like exploration in Pathfinder, just like doing our thing. Yes, she is glad that the gun is gone. That we don't have a loaded gun just like <laughs> swinging around, gesticulating wildly, right. whatever. Well, we do have sausage and peppers without a bun. <laughs> <laughs> but like in combat, it was kind of nice having that like kind of like a safety net. And especially after we saw what it did in the cave, like we could literally take any... Yeah, we're going up against like sorcerers and cultists. Just blast them. I, the I two times it. it was used, it was very efficient. Mm -hmm. I love well, how the gun is a safety. Cave, 
as in almost almost took a life from the party due to a massive cave-in. <laughs> yeah, but before that, it was great. Sure. Like, <laughs> wasn't that my own life, though? Like, wasn't I the last one out? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because so. you jumped into like the mine cart or whatever almost and almost rolled back in at the end. <laughs> oh that was really fun. Dan, what do you how do you feel as the GM about the gun? Oh, I'm glad it's gone. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I I loved uh, all the with my gun. It was really fun. But like that, I mean, the last combat in the woods, I don't couldn't you guys. It was so easy anyway. But like. With yeah, the, if you would use blast and Bruno's then a blunderbuss on other people's turn. Yeah. Seriously. Could you imagine though that fight with the gun? So Bruno blasts and then it alerts everyone else in the castle and they're like, oh hey, something's oh, yeah. going down out there. And then see, so in this case, Dan, I think that it would have been advantageous to you if Bruno did have the gun. Right. All the beastmen in the area is like, oh, look at the fireworks over there. Let's go. That's yeah. gotta be somebody's Dick rocket fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> instead of the, not a sponsor, right? Instead yes. of this wet Should bread be. that like you know comes out and slaps people in the wet face. Bread. It has been really fun, like having it kill the mine. Like I turn things up a bit for that. Where like if you use gunpowder in the cave in the mines, there could be a small cave in. But I changed because because you guys made me mad by killing everything so fast. I was like, I'm just going to cave in the whole mine instead. Forget oh, wow. it. Mister, that was I awesome. just go by the book. Mm -hmm. Most of the time. Mm -hmm. no, that was very cinematic and I felt very empowered. And um, I think I should have more XP and another gun. Because <laughs> he killed a mine. Yeah. Still only counts as one. Definitely everyone should get another fate point. It's a gargantuan <laughs> mimic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that currently. Our NPCs and monsters. Ooh. Yeah, right. JK. Uh, I mean, they haven't caused you much trouble in a while. Well, Carl was in some trouble, but he didn't have to use a fate point or anything, so he's fine. Wait, remember that time when Carl was negative I mean, I wounds? Twice? Yeah. I did use resilience. No, you just use resolve. You get that back. <laughs> uh, but we are currently in the woods around Vickendorf and Castle Wittgenstein. You were approached by uh, what appeared to be some kind of town guard patrol led by a sergeant, as Sigrid kind of informed you on, with a beast man that tried to flee the fight for whatever reason. Mina chased it down and hacked it to pieces. Yeah, she did. While screaming in rage, mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. Yep. So now that combat is resolved, right? Yes, we are out of combat. You you got your stuff back. They did start chopping up the Grippler and the bat that they made you leave. Uh, I'm I'm putting my fingers in that sergeant's pockets like immediately, and then I'm going to take his mask off and find out that they were really the groundskeeper. Oh, long. <sighs> yeah. A bunch yeah. Of Make a challenging cool test, Lucky. Yeah, I figured. I was going to say, is, wait, what I get in the pockets first? That was that was the correct yeah, order that first. I was doing it in. Oh, you check the pockets first. Yes. Okay, so they all are wearing a full face helm, as you saw. They also had crossbows on their backs. Oh. Wow. Uh, and a small quiver of bolts. We should definitely. They didn't take really those. have time to. They didn't have them loaded, them. but. So that we can barricade a door with them. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. you have six crossbows. Wow. And a bunch I'll of bolts. The sergeant didn't have a crossbow. They have a shield, sleeve mail shirt, and mail chosses, chosses, and a sword each. I mean, this is going to be incredible to, to suit up the mm -hmm. rebels. 
Yes, uh, Sigrid is is super excited about all this. She said, "You take what you want, and I'll I'll take the rest back to the camp. This this will even this little bit will help immensely. You don't have to train people nearly as much to use build a crossbow, a crossbow as a yeah. bow. Mm-hmm. Any of you that want a crossbow, uh, you can take it. Of course, um, I'll take what's left. Right. I'll take a crossbow. I would like a crossbow. Not as good as a gun. Good cotton. So everybody, so there's two crossbows for Sigrid. <laughs> You know what? Does range bow work with crossbow? Or is that no, cro- range crossbow, you don't need. It just uses your ballistic, so it doesn't have its own group, I don't okay, think. Okay, you know what? Wow. Fine. I'll, I'll, if they can have mine, they, they're going to need them, and that's going to be super helpful to them. Oh, it is a, it's a group crossbow, but you can do it untrained. Okay. Yeah, still. I'll do that also. I've got a 30 ballistic skill and I'm like, no, actually, I'm never going to spend any points to get better at this. Yeah, <laughs> Fair. The sergeant also had a full face helm, uh, shield, sleeve mail, shirt and chosses. Uh, he also had knuckle dusters and a flail. OK, but flail oh, is okay. a specialized weapon. You need to have uh, advances in melee flail to use it without penalty. OK, I definitely I point out those out knuckle dusters to Carl. I've already got knuckle dusters, but I could swap out a male shirt for my male shirt that has taken the damage of a critical hit. Oh, yeah. There you go. Ooh, That's a great point. So as you're looking over these people, Lucky, take the you turn up the visor of one of these town guard and you they look hideous. Their their face looks like a mess of putres, putrescent decay. And as you do this, you remember uh, they smell awful. Yeah. So Lucky has to take a cool test here. Be afraid because these people are clearly mutants. You mean undead? Wow. Okay. That's three success levels. But okay. I don't know how my, f- I, I don't actually know how that, my mutation of fear works like, of mutants. So they just, you had, that was the Oh, test. that was it? That was your test against fear. Like you see this and you are afraid because it was a mutant. Oh, gotcha. Um, I probably could have made, I should have made it average because it's a dead mutant, but... Oh, so, I mean, yeah. But you um, all, as you do this, all of the guards look like this, um, including the sergeant. Um, oh, God. So that uh, you look at his, his face is like completely decayed away. Like it looks like he died a long time ago. Oh, my gosh. Kind of thing. But you, you struck him and he bled and everything. He was alive. Hmm. This is what I'm saying. This is what they do to people there. And they're working with beastmen now. Oh, man. It makes you wonder why the nobles actually took the bodies. Hmm. You know? I, I mean, maybe maybe it's some kind of, like, magic, like, life extension curse where they take the youth and eat it and last longer, but then look horrible. Can I make an intelligence check to see if Mina would know what necromancy is? I feel like she probably wouldn't. Did you ever put ranks in Lore Reichland? I don't know how to do that. I did. I would say you can do a difficult intelligence test. Minus 10. Okay. Nope. I mean, you know of undead, but you don't know so yeah. much about necromancers. Right. But yeah, these th- the things that they have aren't like super well taken care of like there's a little bit of rust here and there on the armor the swords could use sharpening and whatnot but like they're certainly usable you can take them off the bodies and they smell bad even the armor smells bad all right hear me out Mm. right do these folks have like tabards on them that uh, signify that their city 
they're town guards or uh, castle guards. Yes, they're wearing like the livery of the of the von Wittgenstein. Oh, that's real good. Mm. So we could like potentially dress up as these like town guard guys, waltz on in there all sneaky deaky, and uh, just stab people in the face like once we get it in there. Right, so. Oh, under say. their armor, their clothing is red and blue uh, for Reichland as they're just part of like the region. OK, I just want to say if anyone needs any uh, coaching in what it looks like to be town guard, Mina Fisher is your woman. Oh, I know all about being town guard. I know how to do job where you take four town guard to do it. Only one does it. Uh-huh. Other three watch. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> But we all four need to be there. It's so good. So I, I don't know if this is like them wearing Reichland's colors. Isn't that kind of like a bigger deal? Are, are the Vickendorfs not just preying on Vickendorf? No. They're preying on like actual conscripted. Lucky that Vickendorf is technically part of the Reichland. Right. You would know yeah. that it's just because the town isn't large enough to have its own like Stand livery up. for it yeah. right so like the von wittgensteins oh. you know are like the they control the barony of this region but it's still part of reichland and they just don't have enough power and influence to have their own color for that oh, right. okay so it's not like these are like highway no. state troopers that they've no no done no no to. no think of it like uh von wittgendorf's are like the the misshapen child that you keep up in the attic and yeah. Reichland's the the parent that's like, yeah, we don't go in the attic ever. We just put like bowls of food underneath the door every so often. I gotcha. Don't worry about that scratching in the attic. And then they start to slowly feed them cookies with arsenic in them. Oh, wow. Like flowers in the attic. They just hit them with a brick first. Yeah. Inject them. All right. Jeez. So this is like, this is really bad. This has gotten a lot worse since the last time I was here. Should oh. we do something with these bodies? Yeah, we can't leave these out. I, I don't want to feed them to people like the other staff. No, figures, so whatever we do, we should do it quick. We've been out here a long time. And yeah, let's head right animals. back and get them. Let's drag all of this back. Let's figure out how no. to do that. Stick well, them in the drag cave. The stuff back. Put them in the cave, but on, right under the castle? Yeah. No, the animals will get them. Just, we don't well, have to. Let's just strip them and throw them in a bush or something, right? Yeah, exactly. What about the river? The river's way too far, right? It would be probably a 15 minute drag. Oh, oh and there's that? seven bodies, eight bodies. Right. And there's 18 of us. Right. And Carl's strength is like 82. Uh-huh. So right. <laughs> <laughs> Carl could drag one. Bruno would watch, you know, <laughs> Bruno would ride on it in, in proper town guard fashion. Right. <laughs> Bruno Dick town guard. <laughs> Spot on. Wow. That was pretty. Wow. There's Jamie. another one. <laughs> I didn't realize we had two town guards here. <laughs> I'm going to stab you with my sword if you don't keep moving. There it goes. <laughs> there it goes. Well, All right. Good for one line. Perfect. I can't wait for you to run Feast of Blood for the uh, 50 reviews bonus uh, episode. Yeah. Got some ideas. Happen. Got some ideas. Um, yeah. Let's bring these to the river. Okay. And then bring all the stuff back. All right. And not eat these people. Mm-mm, we cannot eat these people. No. Uh, what do the... um. The beastmen have on it. Just the the axe. I know it had an axe. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. But I'm sure like everything else was like covered in feces and not good stuff. 
uh, Mina, now because yeah. Mina took a dump on this course. <laughs> wow, this feces seems really fresh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it had an axe um, that you know would not be like carried by any human ever in the world. It's very clearly the the weapon of a minion of of the okay. ruinous powers. Yep. Like anybody would recognize that, and like even though it might be a perfectly fine weapon. It, the just the look of it and how it's built like it has symbols etched into the the blade and whatnot that are not okay uh, um that's really all it had it didn't it wasn't wearing any armor none of these guys had cash they didn't have any money on them no oh. question mm. we get resolve back from fulfilling our motivation or resilience resolve resilience you get from like doing long-term goals or something so you would consider me obliterating this Beastmen as destroying chaos. Absolutely. Oh, all right. Yeah. Beastmen I get are the true children of chaos. Baby. Nice. Cool. I didn't right. know you were down any. I didn't either. So since <laughs> we're throwing the body in the river, right? I think I'd want to take the axe and bring it some ways away, right? Okay. And like put it into a tree, like chop mm. it into a tree so that, again, it's not at the site of the massacre. Correct. Okay. Like That's maybe like, the beastman threw it at somebody and right. was chasing it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. So we'll say you guys take like an hour or so because you have to make multiple trips. Um because mm-hmm. not every I don't even I don't know if Lucky could drag a body like that. What this. are you talking about? Me and Greg's together? That's ganging up on, so we get a plus to that because we outnumber the corpse. What's Lucky's strength again? 33? We don't think we need to get into that. <laughs> I I would help you carry a corpse. Yeah. Yeah, each grab an arm. Right. Plus really? Lucky's yeah. afraid. <laughs> yeah. things are, things are, you are scared of uh, but just because it'll take multiple trips uh, you guys can then gather up the weapons as best you can uh, I'll I'll let you carry it all back to the place Sweet. Oh, nice. Um, cool. so we'll say another uh, Sigurd's not worried about anybody following you now so she can head right back so we'll say two hours after the fight in the woods you get back to the bandit camp so it's like three or four in the two morning. or three in the morning yeah yeah, yeah right. definitely use a nap probably Mm, I can, uh, you are certainly welcome to stay in the camp tonight. I know you have other business uh, out of town you were mentioning. Uh, I hope, again, I hope to have people here within a week. We have a few more supplies now. Did anybody want any of these swords or shields? Oh, no, what's on the cook pot, though? I, I mean, everybody's asleep right now. I'm sure we'll have food in the morning. Mm, you you need some gonna, rest, no, Bruno. That's going to be way too late for me. So uh, I'll start uh, mixing something up. I'm sure you got porridge or something around here. Well, yeah, you can definitely find something to eat. Yeah. She won't stop you, but. She better not. <laughs> Look at what I did to those guys who tried to take my bat. I mean, legit. Seriously. <laughs> Two crits. It was ridiculous. Seriously. Uh, but if everybody wants to rest at this point, you can for recovering wounds. Unless anything else anybody wants to do before sleeping at the camp. Carl's, is there, he's definitely going to take this nasty armor to like, I don't know if it needs to like soak or do something to get like clean enough that I won't hate it. OxyClean. Yeah, I I would assume the camp would be around a stream. So Sigurd said you can like clean it in the street, like downstream from the camp. So all the stuff that comes off of it goes towards the right instead of through the camp. That's a good idea. Uh, She's fine with that. If you want to do that now or in the morning, you know, tomorrow, whatever. I'll do that in the morning. Um, yeah, before bed, since uh, that um, gentleman, the Grippler, is all uh, chopped up and stuff, I am just going to take a couple more regions here and there just for my wet bag. 
Sure. If there's anything I didn't take before, since that's going to get probably thrown out anyway. So um, I want you to make a note of just how many things you you think reasonably would, how many reagents would so, fit in your bag. Actually, there's a um, there's a thing in the the witch entry. It's like you can roll this for like a scavenging um, thing if you want. Oh, if you wanted me to roll on. Yeah, that. do that. Now, since the Grippler is like being cut up by Lucky, like could I, you know, grab a morsel from that and toss that in my the stew that I'm making? Sure. All right. Yeah, you brought it back to eat it, so. Oh, good. It's just like a monster. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stake it and see if it tastes good over the open fire. It's a little stringy, but not bad. All right, good. Are you doing anything before hitting the hay meaner or just going to bed? I just want to go to bed. Uh, so as Tim's looking that up, I'll say for rest tonight, because you're going to bed very late, uh, you can sleep as late as you want in the morning, but it's not going to be the best night's sleep you've ever had. Instead of an average endurance test to restore wounds, I'm going to make it uh, challenging. So just plus zero. If we don't make that, we just recover our toughness bonus. Well, it's plus success level. So you have negative success levels. It can take away from that. You okay. won't lose wounds from sleeping, so but it can go to zero gain. Okay, that's all right. Nina is going to clean up a little bit because she's pretty covered. Yeah, you can do that before or before better in the morning the next day you might sleep until like noon who knows so it's uh you can a witch may forage for parts using the outdoor survival skill a successful foraging roll receives one plus success levels ingredients okay oh nice i rolled a six that's wasted there so that's four so five instances of um of regents as far as what the wet bag can hold i think that was your actual question because this isn't your double-sized no, it's just anymore. a regular just, one. Yeah. So I think we'll say you can hold half a dozen. Six? I can hold a lot more than six eyeballs on a pouch. This thing was bigger than you. And little tiny beady eyes. Didn't you see the art that was on patreon.com slash professional casual? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm not I'm going to obviously be using the smallest things I can. Okay. I'm using fingers and toenails and, and whatever. Grab a couple teeth and stuff. OK, so you get five more reagents from that. And uh, actually, like teeth and stuff uh, doesn't have to go in the wet bag. Just wet things go in the wet bag. That makes sense. Mm. Teeth can go in your pocket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually have a bunch in there already. <laughs> Anytime I lose mine, mm -hmm. they're yours. You get the roll for them and then keep them. Still got a bunch of bird seed, too. Well, yeah, you got to feed those birds. Peck, 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 baby. All right. So everybody, did everybody roll their challenging endurance test to get yes. stuff mm -hmm. back? I didn't. I'm, I'm good. I'm full. I'm pretty much the healthiest person here. <laughs> okay. Got up to 15 wounds. Oh, wow. Nice. All right. So the next day, we'll say to, to restore wounds there, you need to oh, say you need to sleep eight hours. You're all would be exhausted anyway. So I would say you get up around 10, 11 in the morning. Fair yeah. Right. You wake up and the bandit camp is pretty active. Things are happening. People, there's a bit of a buzz of excitement. You see people wearing some of the armor, practicing with some of the swords. Some of the people that Mina were, was working with the day before now have shields that they're practicing with. Chang off of and everything. Um, you hear the thwack of a few crossbows. They're practicing shooting into trees, that kind of thing. Hell yeah. Cool. And you're very excited. Montage now? More or less, yeah. <laughs> get up, get breakfast. Yeah. If anybody needs me uh, to train them on the crossbows i shall but uh you know i could whip anybody into shape literally sigrid <laughs> as far as distributing some of this food and stuff to the people in vitkendorf what, what do you have any guidance there on what might be a good way to do it i i've tried a couple ways to 
give them things that would be helpful, and they kind of just fight over them and attack dogs and stuff. Well, it seems things have gotten worse since I set up the camp here, so I don't have much experience with these people you're talking about, but it sounds like something has happened to them to make them potentially less than human. I don't know. Maybe they can recover. Oh, you think there's actually things... something wrong with them? They're not just poor people that are hungry? It could be that. I don't have personal experience with it, so I don't really know. Oh, fair. Uh, but I, I cannot set foot back into town. Why? The, the, the castle knows that I that we're out here to some they haven't found us yet. I assume that patrol last night was looking for us. Oh. So I'm I'm glad that we were able to dispatch of them do you especially think, so easily. Do you think your camp is gonna be fine for another week? Especially now that they have a patrol gone? I think uh, they might increase patrols at this point, but I, I believe we have the protection of Raya out here. Oh, okay. We have traps set around. Hilda told me that she disabled some and, and showed others to you so you didn't set them off. But we, we will know. If another patrol comes out, we have enough people here that are capable that can certainly take them down. I hope they don't increase things after that. Agreed. I thought about that before we attacked last night, but I decided it was worth it. If we do assault the castle in the near future, having seven fewer guards, I think, is significant. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't know exactly how many are there, but seven must be or at least a half. portion. Uh, yeah, that'd be incredible if it was I half. I would be very surprised, but, you know, if it was that much of it, but... Still, okay. And and we did get them, you know, some new swords and crossbows. I, I think that we can, you know, trust them to handle things here while we take down Atelka. Yeah, yeah morale's yes. never been higher thanks to what you've done. If you were to come back... If we can bolster our numbers and have you come back in, in a, a week or two, then I think we could actually do this. Okay. We have a way in. Maybe you four can go through the tunnels, up those stairs, oh. create a distraction, and then we can assault from outside. All right. Yeah. Or maybe we could all go through the tunnels. I'll have to think about it. I'll have to strategize. Yes. I mean, with more crossbows and bows and stuff, too. I mean, just harrying them, siege, almost sieging the castle over time, slowly taking off guards, hole them up, starve them out. Probably not. We're probably eating people in there. Never mind. That was a dumb idea. <laughs> I, it's, I just don't think we ha we don't have our own supplies for that. Well, you're on the outside. They're on the inside, right? True. Right. But, but if, yeah, there's, right. well, if there's one hidden way in from those tunnels, there could be another somewhere, oh, yeah, and they could fair. fetch their own reinforcements. Yeah. So right now, it's the plan is to go to Nuln, uh, resupply on guns. And get the cannon for the bout. Get I the cannon. We're we not north. going to Nuln. No. 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 We are going after Italka, where she's getting her bear uh, pills. Okay. Oh, yeah. You spoke of right. this person before. Yes. I, I, I cannot express how much I appreciate what you've done for me. Uh, I hope your dealings north are fruitful and you all can come back here even better shape than you are now. Yeah. And we'll, we'll hopefully be ready. Get some proper broth and lucky and yeah, we should be back. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah, um, thank you for your assistance. Uh, hopefully that... Uh, you know, these weapons will be put to good use. Of course. And, um, yeah, and hopefully the gold, too, really helps. 
speed along and bolster what you're kind of trying to do here. Yes, I sent out two runners yesterday Perfect. Uh, to Diesdorf to, to purchase some more supplies. Hope they're back in that same time frame. I do grab the loot I left in her tent too, just for safekeeping. Oh, right. You, you left things there. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, she off offers to show you back to town uh, as close as she will get. That would be to, great. To the yes. point where she'll be like, just travel that way for another 10 minutes and you'll get there just fine kind of yes. thing. Wonderful. We got a couple of rucksacks filled with bats and other, you know, things of that nature, right? Yeah. You can have some of that, yeah. We can bring go. it to the inn and just have him distribute it. Yes. Yeah, we got food for your family. Yeah. You stop by there on the way back, too. There we go. Hey, let us go. So she escorts you back to town. Said head that way for 10 minutes. You'll be good to go. You exit the woods in Wickendorf at midday. All right, cool. Where to Don't first? Uh, why don't we unload a lot of the food at the inn and then yeah. bring some to my family? Okay. I mean, we've got, what, two bats and a grippler. It's not a Well, a they kept, the camp kept some of it. Oh. assume they kept probably half? Or most of it, yeah. What do you mean? Well, the idea was bring, I thought the idea was to bring it back to camp to help. No, it's to feed the people in Vitkendor. Okay. Right. So she lets you take as much as you want because, oh. you know, the four of you fought it versus just her. Um, why don't we leave, do half and half, bring a bat and half a grippler? Sure. One, one big leg. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty. That's fine. Yeah. Even if he tries to sell it or does something, I don't know. I don't know what the best distribution method is, but it's definitely not leaving it in the streets. Yep. No. They fight. Mm -hmm. They bite. They do. And then your guns blow up. So like we can't lose any more of those. Right. Physically, because we don't have any. We don't want to bring them <laughs> back to the boat. Oh, that too. That too. Mm hmm. So yeah, let's go to the end. Alrighty, uh, so you go back to the inn. Well, actually, hold up. Um, just the the way we're traveling and stuff. Like, does it make more sense to hit up the farm first and then go to the inn, or? So you kind of come out where you went in, like right by that windmill. Okay. So like the farm would be the you know other direction. You're gonna head to the inn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's pretty similar to what you saw before. There's nobody else in here at this point except Herbert there, and he uh, looks a little surprised that you walk in. He's like, oh. Thought you left town, which I thought was weird because your boat's still there. Well, that's good. That's good news that the boat's still there. Yes, 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 it is. You might want to get out of here right quick, though. Why is that? Uh, some of them town guard came down this morning looking for people. Oh, you oh. Know. Huh. Volunteers to go up and have a party at the castle? No, well, um, they, they were gonna wink. Yeah, I think they were look, may have been looking for you guys because they they were definitely gonna take them to the castle. They said something about people gone missing last night. Oh. So, that's figured weird. I might as well, you know, pass it on. Well, that's mighty kind of you. Yeah, you you done right by me the other day, so figured I would as, as turn it as best I can. As a as a continuation of that, and then maybe you know to enlighten us, hopefully with incredible information like that in the future, mm. uh, we brought you uh, a whole bunch of food. F food. Yep. Oh, that what that is you got there? Yep. So we have some bats and some meat. What did you get? How'd you get such a big piece of meat? Um, Giant frog legs. Yep. Is that a grippler? Has everyone heard of these things? I've never heard of these things before. <laughs> oh, I've always heard about one living around here sometimes. You know, people used to use them as like 
stories to get their kids to stay in bed when you get out of bed that cripple is gonna grab you through the window kind well, of thing trust me the stories are true everything mm. you've heard it is true they're horrifying consider well, those kids insomniacs now as there's nothing that's going to scare them into sleeping and the gripplers no more wow well i'm and not here, gonna pass that part on but i'll gladly sell some meat to people that can afford it in town um here's the deal so uh, maybe sell some of it sell half you know, you are a businessman, and then uh, maybe let the other half go to people that need it. Right. It gives you a wink. Nope. No winks. What do I owe you for all this? Uh, do you have a gun? What? Oh. No? That's not a, not a train of equivalent value, JB. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty big frog leg. <laughs> Even if I did, the castle would have taken it a long time ago. Damn it. If we uh, just, um, you know, donate this meat, would you be sure it was distributed equitably to the people of town? So you're saying you're going to give it to me, yes. but I can only sell half of it. The rest you want me to give to them beggars. Yes. Yep. Oh, uh, I can live with that for sure. Okay. It's mighty generous of you. Well, they'll be following around even more if they hear about that. I'll try to do it real discreet. Like, yeah, that kind of leave some out back here and there. Mm -hmm. That that I think would be the best way to do it. An anonymous donation. This does not need to give us any more attention. Right. Keep it anonymous. Mm -hmm. And don't tell them like what. It's just meat. You do not need to say, oh, it was Grippler they killed in the noble's cave or something. In fact, I would specifically yeah. leave that part off of yep. your lips permanently. Yep. I mean, I don't think people, they're not especially the beggars, aren't going to care one way or the other what, what they're going to actually get to eat. But those that are buying it, you know, kind of like the idea of eating horse meat. There's nothing wrong with it, but a lot of people just feel like it's kind of not the I've right thing worse. to do. I've had worse. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and maybe not a, the best idea to go to the farm if they're out here asking questions. I don't want other beggars or whatever saying like, oh, yeah, we saw them and they went to the, the Dregs farm. Yeah, they were here probably two hours ago or so, but it doesn't mean they won't come back. So maybe we do Vemus now mm. as long as we're definitely coming back. Yeah, I don't want to cause more attention there than needs be. I also need to get back to the boat very soon because uh, there's definitely some potatoes that I need to be in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Right. I did have to yell at some of them beggars last night on the dock there. Your uh, halfling pal was waving around a little something but they didn't seem to be dissuading them too much. Oh, okay. So I said, hey, get away from that boat and they scurried on off. She thinks she's so Thank tough you. with that meat tenderizer. Oh, is that what they want? Yes. Thought it was like a bone. She could uh, really slap some knees with those wounds. Mm, she seemed like she could hold her own. She was a spitfire, as it were. Um, just do me a favor. If anyone from the the Dregs farm comes down or comes by, and just let them know that I'm here and I'll be back. I haven't been seeing any of them in a while, but I certainly will. Cool. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Kindly. All right. Back to the boat. The way we go. What's up, Carl? Yeah, we should maybe be a little bit careful getting into the boat. What if what if there's an ambush? We've we've definitely been ambushed on a boat before. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. And if they were here two hours ago, naturally they would have gone to the boat. You're right. All right. I'll take out the crossbow and load it. 
Better Same. Yeah. Yeah. Better have a loaded weapon than an unloaded weapon. Yeah. He's just gonna. He's gonna. Yeah. Bring out the boat hook. Like I'm going to a boat. That's totally normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys head back to the boat. You kind of case it out a little bit. You don't see anything happening. If you get down to the dock, you hear dumpling shouting, shouting like, Oh, they've come back. They didn't die in the woods. Not today. You hear like, oh, very good. And then she pops up over the the gunwale. Are we are we finally leaving this place? We we are. No, dumpling back to the kitchen. She looks a little disheveled like her hair is kind of askew and she's got like real big bags under her eyes and her eyes are red. She looks exhausted. It's okay. Patty pan. Probably do a a once over, right? Make sure there's no stowaways. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. But uh, first, yeah, Dumpling should probably get to cooking. Yeah. No. No. I I think maybe she's earned herself a, a good rest. It's very hard work to keep the boat not filled with beggars trying to steal all of your potatoes. After yes. second lunch, yes. I totally agree. Well, let's check the boat first and make sure it's totally safe. Oh, yeah. I made sure nobody's been on here but me. But, uh, it's your boat. Did any <laughs> did any town guards come by at all? Yes. Oh, yeah. They were scary. They were they said, well, their, their masks and stuff. I just, I hid from them. What did they do? I knew my tenderizer wasn't doing anything against that armor. They came on the boat? They did come on the deck real briefly. They kind of poked around and then left. I checked over. They didn't take anything. <sighs> Wonderful. Dumpling, you did the right thing by hiding from those creatures. creatures. They are no longer men. Oh, oh. Are we are we leaving now then? Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm I think safe. so. Oh, great. Because I don't like this place. Kind of rude. Whatever. I, I mean, don't take it too personally. This place is... Pretty horrible. Mm. Wow, and your guys' sewer smells really bad in Altdorf. Yeah, yeah, yes, it does. Where the bathroom goes. I don't know what you expect for a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> the streets are fine. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly. So as you guys get back on the boat, you can check it over real quick. Uh, I'll make it easy. and so You don't find anything. Nobody stowing away or anything like that. No Renats hiding in crates or anything. Okay. Um, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. And, all right. She was fine. Just in there burning cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you uh, tie off and start heading uh, north again, you feel full of some determination. <gasps> For what Especially after uh, tossing a coin into the river as we depart. Yes, naturally. Toss a coin in the river. Uh, so things that you've done the last few episodes, I feel like it really hasn't been that long since you didn't experience, but you've been busy, busy. So you are going to gain 30 experience for something. <laughs> what Gri- was it? Gripping the grippler? Oh, for defeating the that sergeant and the guards oh, with okay. them uh, for that um, patrol. And also going to gain 30 experience for gaining the outlaws cooperation. Hell yeah. And becoming allies with them. Uh, and then let's do an additional 50 for role playing, which I think is uh, 110, 110 for right now. I'm going to put it on my sheet now. Mm-hmm. Did we get anything for the caves or did we already do that? Not like just exploring the caves. No. Okay. Probably part of something larger, yeah. I'd assume. All right. All right, cool. Uh, now, where's the closest 
place to tie off um, in regards to the Bear Hills. Uh, so, you know, traveling north again, you came this way, you know, about a week ago or so. And you know that it's going to be, let's see, it's midday here. So Carl knows with going north, you're going with the river this time. You're traveling much quicker. You might be able to get to Kemperbad if you had a whole day of sailing, like if you left like right after sunup. Um, so you'd have to tie off at some point overnight, but then you'll be able to get there pretty early tomorrow. All right. That doesn't sound awful. Start the day there, kind of, or get there pretty early in the morning before lunch. You probably get, you know, midday. Griggs has kind of been through a lot. He could probably use a new fancy coat. So we certainly earned it for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Looking at the the amazing map and the the book cover of the main book. Yeah, the Uh, map of the Reichland is is really good. Right. You're at where it says Castle von Wittgenstein. Right. And then we want to get up to Kemperbed and then the Bear Hills are just to the east of Kemperbed. Uh, yes. So you see that river that goes east. It dips south a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then um, you see where it meets up with the River Stir. Mm-hmm. You know that you would have to you heard that you'd have to travel north from there. OK. All right. On the River Narn. Not you, All right. All right. Cool. So we have to go to Kemper. Like we have to go through Kemperbad to get to the Bear Bear Hill. Oh, yes. God. All right, Civilization. Cool. Yeah. So you can stop. Of course, you can stop there. Definitely. We'll stop we should and let Herman know. Yeah. And I will be sure that he um, collects, you know, a, a band of people to go and help. For real. As mm-hmm. soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I say not even to wait a week. Right. Exactly. The sooner he yeah. can get there with some reinforcements, the better. <gasps> we should have had a cold word. For them so that they would know that he was a good guy and he's not, not though but like he's on their side oh yeah temporarily no. yeah yes so he's not working for the nobles and he's a fancy man so they might think he's working for the nobles wait hold on sigmar is like the rich people god right is he I mean, actually not gonna side with the nobles here it's a human god no the the the, the people with the masks are mutants they're horrible and he wears the pointy hat, so they've got to know that he's related to Mina in some way. All right. But Mina's wearing the tiara the entire time. I do not have my hat. Perhaps I should give him should give him the tiara to take. Maybe we could mm-hmm. give him like a handwritten note that says like, hey, I'm friends with those super cool guys. I'm sure, too. If we tell him, you know, the details of what we went through and then he goes and he says like, Hey, I know how you fought Grippler in the cave. Then it does not get much more like, yes, I actually know what you're talking about mm. than a Grippler, I think. Mm. Yeah. You know what we should I'll, totally do, too? Also, if he just brings a couple of pies, like he could be ingrained with the entire town. I will yeah. tell him to bring food, yes. We should really let Franz know what's up, too. When we get to Kemperbed, we could send him a letter. Which, if all of this stuff oh, yeah. is connected to the cult that was there, mm. he's probably going to want to know about that. Mm. Yep, we should mm-hmm. let Franz know. Hopefully, all is well in Bolgenhafen. Uh, we didn't say Schaffenfest. <laughs> you can know that. That's fine. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't forced at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we have some ideas what you might do when you get to Kemperbad. Anything you want to do while on the boat this the rest of this day? 
Yeah, I gotta go back to training Griggs. He's been off of his education oh, yeah. for like a couple days now. You just spend two nights in Vickendorf. Yeah, it's pretty much like summer vacation. Like mm-hmm. he, he's lost 30% of his retention. So we gotta get back to quacking at that staff. Got that Quack. summer slide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna be pretty on top of uh, Dumpling here to hide. You know. <laughs> no, let Dumpling sleep. You and I can make a pie. Have you seen me try to like make any pies? No. In the entire time that you've known me. Two weeks? Exactly. <laughs> How many pies have I eaten? I cannot even I am not super numerate. I will not even think of super numerate. How many Rippler has that many fingers? How many pies have I made? Well, maybe it's, it's time you learned. Oh. There's no pie better than the pie you make yourself. Aww. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Gonna have character growth? Put it on a shirt. Instead of just <laughs> waistline. <laughs> character girth. Yeah. There you go. Bruno's character is getting real girthy. <laughs> That's so funny. Mina's going to try to make a pie. All right. Oh. Do you have any idea? How, Mina have any idea how to do this? No. It was very specific. I was not allowed in the kitchen uh, because my mother said I was just tall and pointy and in the way all the time <laughs> tall and pointy. I had too many sharp angles so she would bump mm. into me mm. um, sharp so was, elbows mm, yes so I was not allowed in the kitchen very much and it was more lucrative for family business for me to help with the fishing than with the cooking okay so I will do my, do my best I don't know so obviously you don't have any advances in trade cook. No. Nobody in this party does, right? That's crazy. Nope. That's a different campaign. Right, it's not Southlands where, where everybody's really good at cooking. cooking. Yeah. <laughs> and play bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. I don't know. Just roll an intelligence test and see where this ends up. Wow. Okay. So I got three levels a failure. Okay. Yeah. Kind of what I was expecting. There. Yeah. So you know, like, I got a sixty-six. <laughs> so it's right. a crit fail. That's a crit fail. <laughs> so yeah. you figure, you know, there's like eggs and potatoes, and oh, maybe potatoes because potatoes. You love potatoes, so right. you we'll find a way to put potatoes mm-hmm. in there. You know, it's something to do with a, some kind of powders. You get lucky, and it is you use flour, and you try to make something out of this, but it. I, can I assume you feed it to Bruno. Yeah. I just put whole potatoes in it yep. and I just crack eggs and then throw flour on top. Like that's it. like I don't mix it. I don't make any kind of dough. I just literally throw all into the thing and then try to cook it. You do it with your eyes pie. closed because you heard that you're supposed to blind bake the pie shop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she after, let's say, an hour of prepping and cooking, you bring it out to Bruno. Here you, I, I did my best. I cannot say... I'm famished, and that took way too long. I'm sorry. Such a jerk. He's got the back of uh, Hello Kitty stickers sticking out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Does does Bruno eat it? Yeah. I mean, it's like sort of like warmed up potato, not cooked all the way through with some like burnt flour on top. And then like, which means it's not raw flour, which means it's safe to consume. The eggs would be, I think the eggs would be cooked. I imagine Mina cooked it in the little oven you had for a while. So the eggs are cooked. All right. Here's the thing. I know Bruno prefers his potatoes raw. It's a comfort to him. 
It's not the worst I've had. Actually, yeah, in the way we just described that, probably not. It's almost just like a breakfast with some flour on it. Mm. And, <laughs> and unshelled eggs. I just put an entire <laughs> egg in there. It's right. just like a couple potatoes and then eggs still in the shell. Yeah. I think Mina would know to crack an egg. I would have cracked the egg. Yeah. <laughs> you can't eat the shell. It's good, for, it's good for your constitution if you eat eggshell. Mm. It's a fact. You feed it to dogs to make their coat really nice. Yeah. Uh, so after about five or six hours of sailing, it is dark. So you'll have to tie off on the river. I believe we've established you always tie off on the east bank to stay on Reichland, not right. Talibicland. Uh, and you guys can hit the hammock. Probably still quite tired from the last few days because last night's rest wasn't fantastic. What would happen if we tied off in Talibic land? We'd have uh, to pay their taxes. We don't get taxed on this side. No, of we have to pay Talibic's taxes. This right. is a really weird thing where like they have a bill and everyone that ties off on their side has to pay it for them. Right. That seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of a backwards place. Rocco's like putting his nose up and every time Tim pulls his arms a little bit further away and then Rocco scooches a little bit farther. <laughs> this is a wet nose. Oh, <laughs> poor dog. Uh, there's nothing else for this day. You guys can, uh, you're back in your hammocks. You're back in the crow's nest. You're back kind of at home here. Good, should be a good night's rest. If anybody's still down wounds, you can roll an average endurance test to try to get back. Recover. Definitely, uh, take it off my pants and let it hang just because that's how I'm most comfortable. Yeah. Mm, in this free-flowing hammock. So I got three negative success levels, mm. but my toughness bonus is four. So I get one? Yeah. Okay. Was that all oh, you needed? That's all I needed. Oh. <laughs> and Carl was back at four, right? Yeah, I mean, I got three wounds uh, now, so that gets me back up to 18. You have 18? Yeah. Wow. Oh, do you have Hardy? I do. That's why. Okay. Hardy's a big mm-hmm. deal. I have a toughness bonus of four. So, yeah. like it adds. Right. Yeah. Ends up quick. Hardy's really good talent. Just adds your toughness bonus again. Mm. So, do we have to do like watches and stuff? No. It's up to you guys. Pretty sure Hardy is just a flat three. Maybe it's different for creatures. For creatures, they just add their toughness bonus again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say because it's. Otherwise, I'd get 19, but it's even better. Dang. You know what? Dang, Carl. With Wittdorf just like behind us. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. I don't want any of those like, I don't want anybody following us. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Any of the Gripplers coming up. Right. He might have family. Right. He might have some like. Oh, yeah. Came third from somewhere. Fourth cousins that we don't know about. We should probably set up a watch. Little yeah. Baby yeah. Yeah. I mm. really need my sleep tonight. Okay. Griggs, however, uh, is absolutely fine taking first watch. All right. <laughs> you know what? I'll take last watch because I, again, I do like to uh, get up and, um, you know, make the coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the way that uh, dumpling makes it, it's so weak and it's, it's terrible. It's yeah. absolutely terrible. Um, so, yeah, I'll take last watch. Okay. I'll, I'll take third watch, I guess. Huh. Yeah. All so right. I am going to take the watch after Griggs. Uh-huh. Yes. So He'll, Griggs the duck is, is going to wake me up. Please wake you up. Or please wake up for your watch. Don't 
slack off again. Griggs is never going to wake me up. I, hold on. First off, he's right here. Second. I will sail to his beak. Has has he ever failed you in anything that you've relied on him for? I've never relied on a duck before. Wow. First off, maybe get out there and be a little bit more worldly, uh-huh. Mina. Look at his pocket watch. He is on time every time. He's the only one of us here who knows how to tell time. True. That's fair. If he doesn't wake you up, granted, it's probably because you just offended him and definitely and only for that reason. Probably. Mm-hmm. So I will do first watch and I will wake Carl when my watch is done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Griggs. Stay up with her. Learn how to do it. Watch what she does. When she goes to wake up Carl, that's kind of the big important thing. I trust you in everything else, but Mina has a point. You haven't been super forward before, and it's just because you're so shy. Quack. Right, right. No, I get it. I get it. But sometimes you need to be able to take that initiative and just let other people know what you need. Quack. Exactly. Thank you. I knew you would understand. So Griggs will stay up on the first watch with Mina. And uh, I'll make a quick animal training uh, just to confer that information to him. And I rolled a nine. Ooh. Hell yeah. How does Mina feel having a duck with her on watch? I mean, that is kind of nice because um, Griggs is not uh, very talkative. So he's nice, like quiet, stoic company uh, for the watch. So that is nice. Um, I do not mind. I feel like I could chat with Griggs and kind of, uh, you know, tell him, tell him what I'm thinking. Oh, tell him your deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, I think I will tell him about about Kurt. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. What do you tell Griggs about Kurt? So so Griggs, there was this um, man boy. It was not a man, but it was not a boy. It was a weird time. And his name was Kurt and he was my best friend. And he would always cheat at the foot races and he would throw snow on my face or he would throw leaves on my face or he would throw dirt on my face, depending on the season. He was always throwing and I always fell for it. It was ridiculous because he had those eyes and I was distracted. So that's why I'm so fast now, because I needed to beat him in the foot race. And then there was the one time I did not beat him. I could not catch up to him. And he was a foolish boy who tried to take on too many enemies at one time and it cost him his life and he's an idiot and I hate him. But I miss him. So it was sad when I had to see him die. And he was my best friend. And he's an idiot and made more take him away for being so foolhardy. He said, oh, Mina, it's about time you got here to help me. And then what happens? Oh, beastmen behind him. Smash him in the head. Bleed from ears. Oh, Mina, don't feel so good. Shut up, Kurt. You make me cry. And it was sad, and then I ruined my wedding dress. My mother was so mad at me. We got red all over it. She was furious at me. Right, because Mina was getting fitted when this attack happened, right? Yes. Yes, Mina ran out. Mother was so angry. She said, you stupid girl. You get back here. Put that sword down. And I said, no, mother, it's my life. I'm going. And I did. And then the dress got ruined. And I would never wear it anyway. Dresses are stupid. So. But it was soft like your feathers, Griggs. Well, that was nice. Are you like sitting with Griggs and like petting him to feel his feathers? 
Imagine, yeah, like I like reach over. If he'll let me, you know. I don't consent for Greg's. Don't look at me. <laughs> Greg's is so used to being held and pet at this point that, yeah. I imagine you just like sitting on like one of the decks with Greg's yeah. in your lap, just like talking while looking yep. around. Yep. You uh-huh. have a beer. There's a little bowl of beer. Right. Just mm. hanging out. And my Uncle Chet, he always said, you're not Kurt, you're going to run away together. And I said, Uncle Chet, don't be stupid. It's so stupid. And so Kurt and I were going to go and be, you know, big city guards together and do what we want to do. So, and then he just died being a seized town guard. How stupid. It's ridiculous. But he tried. He was very brave. He was stupid, but brave. Is why I run away first before I commit to a fight. Because I don't want to die like Kurt. It's stupid. And what if he's not waiting for me when I die? You know. What if, what if he is waiting for me and then the rest of the afterlife is me just trying to catch him in the foot race and he's always cheating. Still. But, you know, with that, it's like he's throwing like, like fireworks in my face or something crazy because we're dead. <laughs> I don't know. That's really weird. But Greg, you're a good listener. Thank you, my friend. I feel better. I was feeling very like, you know, tight, like wrapped up roast after fighting that beastman. Like I was could not really move my body properly. I feel a lot better now. Quack. So I guess I have to just kill all the beastmen now and then maybe I'll feel a little bit better. But I don't know. So. All right, Griggs, I will show you how to wake up Carl. You have to be careful because Carl's very strong and you don't want to startle him awake. Um, but you want to make sure both Hook and Orr are not within his reach because he will hit you. Maybe. So we go in. I like hold Griggs. I'm like, go ahead, Griggs, you try. <laughs> I like hold him out to Carl. Do you squeeze him? Right. <laughs> we wake up Carl. That, no, that, I mean, like, a quack does not wake up Carl. Like, <laughs> I live on this boat. That's true. Everywhere. That's true. So I'm going to, like, Carl, and, like, touch your shoulder. Carl. Oh. Oh, I, it's my time, I guess, huh? Yeah, this is your time for a watch. It has been, oh. nothing happened, right? No. Oh, nothing happened. It's been very quiet. Okay. Okay. Griggs was quite a chatterbox, you know? <laughs> I, I didn't know that you spoke duck, Mina. I'm learning. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to. Lucky said I need to, like, you know, see the world and be more open-minded. So I'm trying. It's hard to learn new language, though. Oh, you should definitely try and learn more about this duck. Last time I learned anything about duck magic, it sounded pretty evil, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Greg seems okay. I don't know about the magic uh, used to get him, but he is a duck. Seems good. Okay. Uh, and Carl's gonna basically spend his watch fishing. That's good use of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, obviously first catch to Manayan, but uh, figure, you know, like a little bit of fish with breakfast. That'd be nice. Yeah. Who was after Carl? Bruno. Me. Carl's going to uh, go wake up Bruno by 
uh, holding one of his catches under Bruno's nose. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, we're, oh, Jesus, we're still on the boat. I, Sigmar. <laughs> but, but good news, Bruno, that we've, there's a little bit of breakfast already. Oh, uh, were you cooking? What? Uh, no, I I did the the get it out of the water part, not the make it hot so it's not horrible to eat part. All right, all right. I'll have to wake up uh, dumpling, I guess. Uh, never cook for me. Uh, well, thank you. I mean, something's better than nothing. And and make sure not to eat all of it, and then not tell anybody that we got some extra breakfast fish. You can eat a little bit, though. Right. Right. Will do, Carl. Will do. <laughs> okay, buddy. Um, and Carl just, like, passes out back in his hammock. All right. Uh, Runa's going to go to the top deck, right? He's he's had a, a long week. Um, but, you know, I think what he needs is, like, he needs to feel like he's in charge again. So he's going to go up and, you know, go up to the wheel. Right. Um, again, just pretend that he's like driving the boat just to keep himself awake. Right. Uh, start that pot of coffee that he needs in the morning. Mm. Right. Um, you know, take a, a pocket potato just for a snack. Um, we've got the extra fish. Right. Oh, that's good. That's good. Huh? Yeah. I think for his morning routine, he's just going to like, um, you know, start to stretch and uh, stretch and and stretch and his, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe his hand will like gently crest the water as uh, the boats, uh, you know, just floating by. Right. Um, you know, drawing like little lines in the uh, in the current water at the wheel. Right. <laughs> You're stretching it right now. You're stretch Armstronging it. I mean, nobody is awake. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the first time you've actually stretched the arms? I I mean, yeah, but this is also like, I mean, I don't think I've ever taken off my coat since that happened. So I've been wearing the same great coat <laughs> this entire time. When he, when he fell in the water, when he <laughs> <laughs> it's just, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Just imagine because like obviously your coat doesn't stretch with your arms. No, it doesn't. You have gloves on, right? I do. I have warm mitts, uh, winter mitts. So, <laughs> I, I'll so, take those off. So you took that. You were gonna put your hand in the water. Right. So, so you take that off. But I just love the image of like Bruno's like <laughs> thick hairy <laughs> arm just stretching out like Miss Marvel, and just touching the water. Right. Griggs is there in the doorway there for a midnight snack. He sees that happen and just the bread falls out of his mouth. <laughs> just, uh, you know uh, what I mean? That middle of the night, like <laughs> catching mommy kissing Santa Claus, but it's Bruno stretch Armstrong some fish. And mm -hmm. uh, my other arm starts to slowly stretch out towards Griggs. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking! <laughs> no, uh, Griggs isn't there, but you do look up and you see Dumpling in the doorway. <gasps> Holding a cup. Or she drops like a mug of a hot liquid. Oh, good, and Dumpling. She's just like, <gasps> you're I, awake. I, I had your, your morning morning co coffee for you. Uh, 
Uh, up soon. I, I smelled it, so I thought it was ready. So I thought I'd, I'd, I'd pour you a, a cup. Thank you. And I like you. You may be wondering why I'm pantsless right now. I have to sleep <laughs> uh, without pants. It's a medical condition. As I slowly retract my arm, I was just gonna say. So when you see dumpling, do you just leave it there, or do you, are you like? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say no. It's it's a slow retract, right? Like a very limp noodle that I'm like reeling back in. <laughs> so she says, "Uh, never making eye contact." <laughs> of course not. She's like, just uh, one one moment, and she she goes back in the crow's nest. Uh, I follow her. <laughs> uh, so as you open the door to, the, to go back in the crow's nest, she's there with another cup of coffee for oh. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dumpling. Uh, you are a peach and a doll and uh, everything wonderful about this boat. Um, I would hate for anything bad to happen to you. Oh, well, thanks, Mr. Bruno. Why don't we go talk at the, the till for a minute? Okay, good. Uh, also, um, uh, Carl uh, has brought us in a nice catch of uh, his daily fish. Oh, so that could be some good, um, good breakfast meals for oh. myself and uh, one other. Well, I'm glad he wasn't wasting his time overnight. I, I love that you're doing this Winnie Pooh, by the way, with no pants on. <laughs> yeah. So Dumpling kind of walks over with you back there, and she sits uh, on, like, on a little bench or something, and she's just like. I'm I'm not going to tell anybody about what I saw. I know <sighs> the emperor's decree and all, and it's right. I should be wearing pants when I'm on deck. And I understand that, um, you know, it's for the captain. He should always be in his library. And I saw I, I apologize that I was underdressed, but it was the middle of the night and I didn't think anybody was up. Right. That's definitely what I'm referring to Thank she you. winks at you and she says but I just beside with the emperor's decree that there are any more of those things in the empire anymore right it's something that as a halfling we've never really understood the fascination humans have with that anyway as it's something that almost can't happen to us I don't oh. know if you ever if you knew that but halflings we're we're so lucky that we're just basically immune to that we don't we don't grow long arms or whatever else might be going on you know out out in the world and she winks again Mm. but i know that just because something may have happened to you before i met you that it it doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're not a good person because i've seen what you do and right while you can be a little bit of a uh a slave driver as as a captain but i just want to say that i think just because you have that doesn't mean you're a bad person. I uh, think I think you're a good person, Bruno. So, and you're a good cook. Oh, well, thank you. But your your secret is safe with me. Oh, good. Thank you. So we'll see if you guys get to Kemper Bad next time on episode eighty, whatever's next seven. I think. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, eighty seven. Eighty seven. Nobody got eighty six in episode eighty six. Mm. Bruno, secret eighty six, kinda. Hey. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. 
Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual.